Welcome to the Not Tonight podcast. It's the place where we like to celebrate places to drink in and around Nottingham. But not today. Not Tonight is on tour. We are on the Suffolk coast in Southwold. And anyone who knows their beer knows that this is the home of Adnams and Ghost Ship and all of those lovely ales which we do see in and around Nottingham. And with me is Dan Goodham, who's the lead brewer here at Adnams. We're standing in your, your sampling bar, and I might be sampling some at your local pubs later. But how long have you been here for? Uh, I've been working here for 10 years, and um, yeah, I, I sort of grew up in Bungie, so I'm a fairly localish boy, yeah. <laughs> but Adnams does travel. It travels all over the country. It travels all around the world, actually, in, in cans and bottles. I would say, without a doubt, the most famous brand for me has got to be Ghost Ship. It's on the side of most of your lorries and trucks that come out of the brewery here. What is it about the, the taste of Ghost Ship do you think that you like and that, that most of the customers like? Um, well, when I first started Ghost Ship, it had just been brewed as a kind of one-off for, for Halloween. And um, most of these things were accident, really, rather than by design. And it was really the, the drinkers really liking it that brought it back as a seasonal the next year. And then we ran out of hops to brew with it, um, so we had to contract some hops from the States. After that, it's been a permanent fixture. So I guess a lot of traditional Southwold bitter drinkers have made the switch to Ghost Ship. Um, I think... From the, the other brands that people will know, like Broadside and Southwold Bitter. Yeah. I mean, Broadside was very famous beforehand, wasn't it? I, I don't know whether it's in decline in sales now because of Ghost Ship or what? Um, I I think bitter has probably suffered the most. I guess the sort of citrusy flavours, those kind of new world hops, I guess people weren't so familiar with them and um, I think that really took people by storm. Um, I think we're kind of, we're trying to promote a resurgence in English hops now, so um, later on in the year we'll be doing like a, a fully English IPA uh, with, with all English hops and try and, try and promote um, some of some of our own homegrown varieties, but um, yeah, it's an interesting taste. I mean, it's all about a matter of taste, of course. Yeah. And one thing that I've noticed from the Adnams brand in recent years is that you have moved on to what people might call craft beer. There's a, there's a debate you were saying about what exactly is a craft beer. Yeah. I mean, every beer's got a craft, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all craft. It's kind of like homegrown or um, uh, kitchen made, isn't it? Um, it's, it can be a little bit superficial. Um, I'll Four of the words from uh, another head brewer who said uh, actually craft um, was actually built by some of these traditional brewers because um, some of them have been lamented for getting on the bandwagon of, of, of craft but actually uh, some of these traditional brewers actually built the wagon and they're just sort of spicing up the wheels so to speak. You can always tell how serious a brewery is with the the number of steps that you have to <laughs> climb up to the, the, the mash tubs. And uh, if we were in MTV Cribs, is this where the magic happens? Yeah, I mean, this is really, this is still in the fermenting room and um, this really is the, where wort is really transformed into, into beer. Obviously the brew house, you're producing a wort, but this is essentially where the, yeah, the magic happens for sure. <laughs> How important is it to you to, um, you know, come round here every day, keep an eye on stuff, and really, you know, start putting those ingredients in and putting them together. Yeah, I mean, one, uh, I sort of grew up in a pub, and one of the one of the things I really loved about the pub um, was the cast beer, and it needed constant attention, the cellaring, and um, I guess that's the beauty of cast beer, is that it's a live product, and 
you know, we really send the beer out half finished. Managing the fermentation room is, is kind of a similar thing. Yeah, you just always constantly observing and measuring and I, I, really, I really love that part of the job. It has become, from a, a relatively small, medium-sized brewery, a real success story and without, quote, selling out to one of the big boys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a big debate in itself. Um, but yeah, we are proudly independent. Um, Please don't sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have really grown since I, in, in the short, sort of short time that I've been here. And um, yeah, we, we love cast beer. Um, we've kind of had to make the, uh, the sort of sh shift to producing more keg beers. Um, but I think that with the sort of, um, with Jonathan Adams and Fergus Fitzgerald, um, that sort of commitment to investment in the brewery has sort of, uh, is one of the reasons why I've been here so long and um, the commitment to quality beers really. Upgrading the kit, all of that sort of thing. We'll be back soon with more from the Adnams Brewery. You are listening to the Knots Night podcast. Check out knotsnight.com for our latest reviews online, including the famous Knots Night map. <laughs> Bit of pub news for you now, and the Hand and Heart on Derby Road has reopened its doors. If you've never been there before, it really is a great place to explore Nottingham's cave system. We've got loads of them in the city, and quite a few pubs feature the sandstone caves. Uh, the Hand and Heart maybe being one of the best examples because it goes right back into the restaurant area. So uh, good luck to them reopening now after lockdown. And on June the 25th, it's the reopening of the Goodfellow George. Now, this is the pub at the top of Canning Circus, the one that used to be the overdraft, and before that, it used to be a costume shop. The Goodfellow George only managed to open for about three days before the last big lockdown, so best of luck to them as well. It's not just Southwold where we've been to for Knots Night in the past few weeks. Ruddington itself, south of the river, has all kinds of delights. This time of year would normally see a brilliant event called Rudfest in this village. And despite it being a village, it's, it's actually got about 500 pubs. Well, maybe we're exaggerating. Uh, Knots Night followers James and John and John are all here. John, first of all, when you first came to Rudfest, what was it, about four years ago, what, what did you make of this? It's only a tiny village, but it's got a lot of pubs. It's highly organised. All the pubs work together. And we're here at the Frame Breakers, um, which celebrates the, the Luddites, um, because they came from Ruddington. There's a Frame Knitters Museum around the corner. But this is a huge, sprawling pub. We're in the, the marquee at the moment, but indoors it's a big L-shaped uh, venue. And it's got Nottingham Brewery uh, beers here. James, you're, you're on today. What's that you're drinking? I've got a pint of legend. And does it taste legendary? It's amazing. What, what's it about the flavour of that? I mean, it's a nice sort of pale beer. What is it, about 4%? It's like traditional best bitter, sort of on the sweet side, kind of a bit coppery. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going down well. And in terms of the atmosphere, John number two in Ruddington, what, what do you make of the, the general sort of welcome that you get here? 
Yeah, very good. I mean, it's we're in the marquee. It's quite nice. Um, it's sort of open to the elements, so we've got a bit of breeze coming through rather being indoors. So it's quite nice to be out on the sunshine for a change. And how have you found your general pub experience since they've all reopened? Has it been uh, an easy experience? Have you had to book places? Have you been able to just walk in? First time I had to book. After that, I just turned up and met some friends. It was all outside and indoors. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, John, the other thing about Ruddington, we mentioned, it does have loads of pubs. And that makes it a very tricky thing for Knott's Night to select its best ones, what we consider to be the best. Do you think that actually helps to keep the quality up, though? Because they're all kind of competing for your service at the same time. I think that's right. Um, with such a pretty decent quality of good real ale pubs, they've all got to raise their game a bit, really. And there are other pubs that are a little less real ale but as far as the real ale pubs go... Um, I don't think I've found a bad one yet in Ruddington. You'll find all of the pubs at knotsnight.com and you will notice that there are only a few of the wide selection here in Ruddington. And maybe that's, that's a good thing. They do have to compete against each other. And that's not to say that the pubs that aren't in Knott's Night are really bad. I mean, we're not going to name names, but there are actually potential contenders that could, could be included in the future, James. I think so. I think, I think there's, there's enough in Ruddington to have a, you know, a good afternoon or evening out. We're, we're not having a Rudfest this year, but this is our, our DIY Rudfest. It's a good atmosphere, and we've been very lucky with the weather, with weather as well. Ah, lovely Ruddington. Can't wait to go back there uh, very soon indeed. Uh, it's worth pointing out that we did try and record some further bits for the Knots Night podcast while we were there, but by the time we got to the, well, the next pub, most of what we recorded wasn't suitable for this particular platform. So... Let's get back to the coast and that lovely brewery. On a sunny day in Southwold, it is actually nice to get into the shade of the Adnams tasting room. And uh, Dan, the lead brewer, is here. We talked earlier about your core ranges and some of your craft beers. I notice also, though, you've you've moved into the spirits trade and the wine. Everything's in your gift shop with your label on. is that kind of, is that a novelty thing? Is it a tourist thing or is it a serious thing? Um, the spirits are definitely a very serious thing. Um, I think when we moved into spirits, um, uh, the distillery first opened in sort of October 2010, there wasn't really any breweries and distilleries on the same site. Um, in fact, actually, we had to check with uh, Her Majesty. Uh, revenues and customs about the duty excise because um, there was some old archaic laws about breweries and distillers not being on the same Southwold moonshine out yeah. the back. <laughs> um, the distilling is definitely a, a serious, uh, serious thing. Um, John McCarthy is our head distiller. He's um, yeah. When we first opened the distillery, did he went on a lot of trips with Jonathan Adams to the states and had a look at some of the distilleries out there definitely an honest enterprise um, I wouldn't suggest anything else but it, it, it's got to take away the concentration for some people for the, the real ale lovers who will say look you should be concentrating on your core product and making ghost ship or Southwell bitter the best it can be yeah. we don't want any of this spirits nonsense although then when you taste them they've got a touch of adnums about them haven't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we we still use our own yeast um the spirits definitely have provenance because it, they, they we utilize the brew house 
Um, so uh, we make our own wash, uh, and that gets distilled uh, in the in the stripper for the low wine. So um, there's it's a grain to glass. Um, in fact, a lot of the the rye that we use in in some of the products uh, is actually grown by Jonathan Adams himself. So um, provenance is quite an important part of the distillery and the brewery uh, as a whole but it was actually it made complete sense to to have a distillery because we we could make alcohol um, and it was a, a natural progression uh, really and and finally as we see the the pubs finally reopening um on the roadmap fingers crossed are, are you seeing a, a greater mix of those on sales the the things that you are selling to pubs apart from your traditional casks, are, are the pubs starting to take those spirits? Because I, I noticed quite a lot of, you know, uh, a penchant for gin in yeah. a lot of bars, a, a, a whole section that, that we've yeah. never been there five years ago. Uh, I guess we've suffered a little bit, really. Um, we kind of, uh, we had some glory years, really, when we were making gin for the first time round because there wasn't really much competition. So if anything, we've actually found our gin sales have sort of slightly plateaued as there's more and more competition in the market. On the cast beer front, what's been really, really lovely to see is there's been a kind of renaissance in South World Bitter, which has been absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, I you know I love brewing all sorts of different styles of beer, but actually South World Bitter is actually um, quite deep in my heart. And um, talking about trying to make South World Bitter the best it can be is uh, I come into work every day, and that's you know that's the ultimate goal to make all the beers sing. But um, Bitter does have a special place in my heart. To be fair, that's great to hear because I, I think you know three point seven percent. It is going to be something who maybe for those who don't like the higher volumes, don't like the higher strengths, and it is the the one that uh, started it all. Dan, it's been great talking to you today. Thanks for letting us into your little secret brewery. I think there's a tour on the way soon, so we better get out before they get in. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, here's to the future. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks very much. Yeah. Our thanks to Dan and everyone at Adnams made us feel very welcome indeed. Well, that's just about it from this edition of the Knots Night podcast. If you like what you've heard, please do subscribe. And for the very latest, head online to knotsnight.com where you'll find our lovely reviews of great places to drink in and around Nottingham. And if there's a place or places that you think we should be featuring in a future edition, you can email knotsnight at gmail.com.